Welcome to Last in Line Podcast, where we are highlighting, showcasing, and spotlighting great leaders of faith who have overcome adversity, cultivated resilience, and served others in a significant capacity. So settle in and be encouraged by this episode of Last in Line Podcast. Gentlemen, what's up? Glad to be back with you. I hope you're having a good week. Uh, Short week, kind of, because of the holiday. If you're listening to this on time, it was uh, 4th of July yesterday. I'm recording this on a Wednesday, releasing on a Thursday. Um, And it's kind of been a short week, but today felt like about seven Mondays all in one day. Even though it was middle of the week and everything's downhill from here, still felt like an adjustment. I don't know about you, but I've been off for about four days. And so that was an adjustment getting back in it. Hope you got in there. Hope you, uh, got in the mix and, uh, got some traction at your job, whatever you're doing. Um, guys, I got a good one tonight for you and I'm hoping that this will resonate some, uh, with most of you because everyone's experienced this and everyone will continue to experience variations of this and there's two ways that we can actually respond to this and if you don't know what i'm talking about it's it's about failure and i feel like somebody might need to hear something encouraging regarding failing forward and not to be super cliche about it but that is an expression And I do think it holds some water. I think it holds some weight. Uh, Failing forward, it took me a while in life to realize that that was a valuable concept. There were value, there was value in failing and falling down, but falling forward and moving the needle going forward Uh, and, and continuing to build off of past failures and build those into strengths and build those into successes and really kind of creating uh, momentum in the right direction. But I think that momentum kind of stems from us failing at some point, us screwing up, us making a mistake, us falling short enables those moments of triumph and victory and success and significance And we're always fearing this failure. And I'm going to talk a little more about this particular item in a minute, but the hypothetical gets us hypnotized so much. Uh, We've got it built up so much in our mind of how bad it could be that we're afraid to try anything or we're afraid to maybe try something again that we have screwed up in the past. And we think it's going to be even worse. And so we build it up. We glorify this failure into this beast and this demon that is going to overtake us and ultimately kill us. And I think we build it up way too much. I think we give it way too much credit. I think we really become uh, paralyzed by it. And so tonight I'm going to call it failing forward three tips for springboarding off of your screw ups. A springboard is something that propels you, right? Very rarely do you see somebody run, jump on a diving board, and go backwards. Momentum and then the spring catapults them into the future, 
so to speak, or into progressive state, uh, a point in, in time forward from where they were. So I'm going to say failing forward tonight is there's a way for us to springboard off our screw ups. Uh, I particularly have countless mistakes and screw ups and failures that not all of them have I spring sprung board off of, if that's a word, not all of them did I generate some sort of value out of and benefit from the failure. But look, I learn a lot more from pain than I do comfort. And I think I realized I didn't want to repeat history enough to not make that same one twice. Now, there have been a couple times where I have made repetitively the same mistake. And, and I'm sure you have too, but um, we don't want to talk about those tonight. I don't know uh, what's the catch on that one. That might be a whole t different conversation as to why we keep repeating the same thing. But I mean, by, Paul talks about it in, in the scriptures. He says, you know, why do I keep doing the things I know I don't want to do? I know I shouldn't do. Why do I keep going back to that same well? When I know it's just full of pain and, and heartache, but I can't not. And so maybe that's, a normal thing, but tonight we're not going to be that guy. We're going to be the guy that fails forward springboards off our screw ups. But I got to tell you first what failure can be. It can be one of two things. Okay. And this is all going to be based on your choice, my choice. It's going to be based on what line in the sand we draw, whether or not we even draw one and whether or not we care enough to build off of it and be better. So we have a choice. Failure can either be a preventative or it can be our fuel. And when it's a preventative, guys, it prevents potential more than anything because we have failed at a particular thing and anything remotely in the same universe as that thing, we steer clear of. We don't go toward it. We get so far away from it. We don't want to repeat history, like I said earlier, but we're afraid to try that same thing because maybe we think we didn't draw any conclusions from it or learn anything from it. Maybe we think, okay, yeah, I learned, but I don't trust my ability. I don't trust myself enough to get back in that pool and try to swim again. So then what if in that pool is that, unleashed potential that you could potentially that you could have what if it's your purpose unleashed in that realm that you're afraid to step into because maybe you tried it and it didn't work out that's in relationships i've seen guys who've been hurt guys or girls really i mean people who have been hurt in relationships they're really skeptical to get back in one for a while and when they do they tiptoe through it and really they sell themselves short. They sell the relationship potential short. They sell that other person short because that other person didn't hurt them. They're getting punished for what someone else did. Um, you know, I think my wife was engaged when I met her and I think she had some <clears throat> unfavorable experiences there. Maybe it wasn't always great. And some of the things that guy did, or maybe some of the things her dad did or didn't do growing up, wasn't always around, maybe didn't do the exact right thing. But I think I 
was maybe suffering some of the blow from a little bit of the pain she experienced. And so I was put in this box and pigeon and pigeonholed uh, into being just like them. So you have to prove yourself and show that you're not that, but our potential can be boxed in and prevented when we choose that side of failure. When we choose to let it be that wall that we can't ever break through, that we can't ever get over. It's the obstacle course wall that we just can't pull ourselves up on the rope enough. Okay. And then we wonder what if we wake up in 20 or 30 years and we wonder what if I would have just tried one more time? What's the worst that could happen? And I think that's a question we could ask um, going forward. And that's going to be a little later in this conversation, but I will say maybe we should ask ourselves, okay, what's the worst that can happen? How bad could it get like best or worst case scenario? And then let's back into reality, back into giving it a shot based on how bad we think it can get and then getting more realistic and setting right expectations. So failure can be a preventative when it prevents potential. It can prevent our peace. Okay. We can't ever rest. We can't ever stay, get, get comfortable in our own skin because that one thing that we was a colossal failure. We don't want to even look at that in the eye ever again. And yes, there are some things like based on depending on the failure guys. Yes, it, it can be catastrophic and we can get to a place where we turn away and, and we've repented of any sort of failure uh, that's hurt other people and, and go down a different road. If it's a failure that, you know, based on something we tried, we thought about a business and we, we gave it a shot and it didn't work. And now we, you know, maybe we declared bankruptcy or maybe we're up to our eyeballs in debt. And that scares us because we compromise the security of our spouse and our family. So we're scared to death to even take another chance in that area. Um, so it prevents our peace. Okay. Fear obviously is the antithesis of peace. We're, we're anxious. We're scared. We're, we're fearful. We're agitated. We're uh, discontented. So, Failure can, if we let it, prevent that peace from ever returning. And uh, it prevents our power, too. So <clears throat> our power is based on God's power. And if we're connected to the right source of that power through Christ and through God, then we don't necessarily need to rely on our own power, right? We We can boast in our weakness because Christ is strong through us. And so when we're fearful and we're we're uh kind of we're paralyzed and captive in this failure, uh we we can't experience that power that God wants to get wants to unleash and give us uh going forward. And you know, preventing that it, we we get kind of we're sitting on our hands, we're less effective, we're less impactful, we can't really serve to the capacity and the degree that God called us to because we're powerless because we failed and we don't want to do that again. And we're scared to death that we might fail. Uh, and we don't want to let people down. We want, don't want to look stupid. Um, we don't want to stand out there, you know, figuratively speaking naked in front of the world saying, I tried this and guess what? I didn't cut it. I wasn't 
good enough. That dog didn't quite hunt, and it's on me. So we don't want to feel that. We know what that felt like before. We don't want to feel it again. Now, look, I, I'm not saying that we want to go out and try to fail just so we can prove we can handle it and we can take it and we can, you know, we can keep going and we'll keep beating our heads against the wall and keep failing and looking stupid. Like, that's not what I'm saying to, to do. But failure, it can either be a preventative or, like I said earlier, it can be our fuel. And so if you're out there listening, okay, I know I get off on these rants sometimes, but there's nobody here to talk to. So hopefully uh, you're relating to some of this. And if you have gone down this road of failure in, in whatever area, maybe it's your marriage, maybe it's as a dad, maybe it's in your job, uh, maybe you failed yourself by kind of letting yourself go physically. Um, we always come back to those big, you know, those four or five anchors. Maybe your faith, you got away from church and maybe you're failing your family as the spiritual leader. Um, I got to say that failure can almost be your fuel in any area. If you let it, if you choose that, if you choose the failure being your fuel, like, it, I mean, that can ignite your determination that can create a competitiveness in you with you. That failure of, I will not do that again. I will not put those people through that again. I will not put myself through that. I will not fail in this way. Sure, I'll make some mistakes along the way, but I'm not going to fail to a point of where I have to quit or I have to be uh, admit defeat. Yes, we can fail. Yes, we can make mistakes. That's part of the process. But when we let it be our fuel, it can fuel our fire. It can fuel our freedom. It can fuel our faith. Okay, when it fuels our fire, guys, it creates, it, it it ignites this passion in us again. Okay, the one, the passion we thought we never would get back because of that first time we screwed up, we can let that failure rejuvenate that passion. Okay, and we we turn it over to God and we ask for direction and guidance, and then He can reveal some things within us and the gifts and talents, and He can direct us down the road that says. Hey, maybe this is the way this time. You're you're still the same guy. You've learned a little bit more. You've refined some of your skills, but let's go this route, not the same route that you went, but let's go this one and let's not be fearful. And then this one's the one that's going to catapult you into something special. And so that can fuel your fire, your passion again. Just because you failed once doesn't mean your passion's dead forever. Doesn't mean your calling is is gone you know, flush down the toilet doesn't mean you don't have purpose anymore. But we got to yield to a greater power than us. And we got to yield to Christ and yield to what God has called you to do and be by his strength, not ours. Okay. So he, that's unlimited. So as long as we're, uh, you know, we have enough wisdom to yield to that, he can open those doors. And when I said it fuels our freedom, that may have confused you some scratching your head a little bit thinking okay well failure doesn't seem like it makes me very free and in fact it's the opposite i feel captive i feel like a prisoner in my own mind I feel like uh, a slave in my own skin like I, I feel like i can't shake loose of this feeling of of failing and worthlessness hopelessness right but 
like I said earlier, sometimes we blow something up so big that we don't try something. So we're, we're, we're caught. Okay. We're caught in this quicksand of what a hypothetical, what might be down the road, what might happen. Our freedom comes when we realize it's never as bad as we thought. And like I said earlier, we can, we can work backwards from worst case scenario, but look, if you've got people around you that care about you and you've, you've kind of approached God, you know, with some boldness and, and, and kind of, uh, summoned up or petitioned his grace to show you ways to make this happen, whatever it is to make you better, then that's freeing. The chains are off. The weight is off your shoulders because you know, it's not all about you and he can do amazing things through you. Um, but we just, we can't let the dream die is what I'm trying to say. So it's freedom in that failure can be our fuel. Like I said, guys, it can fuel our faith. Because then once we realize it's not all about our strength and our control, and it's not about us always entirely, that can loosen you up to move about this dream, move about your purpose a little freer, okay? And move move a little bit more nimble through some of those rougher seas that start to get uh, raging and start to get a little turbulent when you feel like you're going down the wrong path or you screwed up this. And so how do I fix this? And yeah, learn as we go type of thing. Okay. I keep thinking of when you start businesses, like I've never started my own business. I started my own YouTube channel and podcast and wrote some books, but that's not a business. You know, it's not gener generating revenue yet, but people who start businesses fail a lot before they really hit their stride. Um, unless they're just really lucky. Um, but yeah, I think our faith can be fueled by a failure because then it exposes us to the fact that it it is bigger than us and there is a God that can do more than what we can do so it doesn't all have to ride on us. So those are the two things I had to set up about failure before we dove into the three tips for springboarding off our screw-ups. Okay, these are the ways, the three ways that qualities you got to have behaviors you got to demonstrate um just some of the character and integrity you've got to show up with in order for this to happen okay we know failure can either be a preventative or it can be our fuel now the three tips for springboarding us off are screw-ups okay this is going to springboard you forward failing forward and we're going to move into a better situation first one is We've got to take ownership. And and that, that could mean a lot of things to a lot of people, but ultimately that's a big fancy word for just stepping up and raising your hand and going, look, that's on me. Uh, yeah, I'll own that. I mean, I... I I could blame some other people. In fact, some of the failures that we experience are at the hands of maybe someone else's facilitating that process and that domino effect. Maybe someone else caused us to do something that looked like it was our failure, or, you know, maybe some other people were involved in this failure 
in a in a grander scheme. But we stand up as leaders and we own that, and we take uh, take the reins of that and take we we had the keys, we drove the bus, and let's let's just acknowledge because if if we can't do that then we're never going to go forward. We're still going to be stuck spinning our wheels and treading water in that failure because it was never ours to own, supposedly. So how do you fail forward when you didn't even fail or you weren't able to attach yourself to that failure? So I say, you know what? Step up, step forward, raise your hand, be the guy that says, that's my failure. That's on me. And I'm going to be better for it. That's the first one, okay? That will springboard you. Because then you've cut that loose. You're not tethered to that failure anymore. You've acknowledged it, but you've moved on. And now you're going down the road. Uh, the second one is humility. Okay? we it, These all tie together. But whenever the failure becomes our fuel and it fuels our faith and we start to yield to that fact that God is really ultimately in control and he's using us and he's working in us and through us. And we're really just a servant and a steward over what he's given us. That's humility to say, it takes humility to say that it takes humility to understand that concept completely and say, look, and I'm not saying roll over and just hope God takes care of everything at all. The opposite. We're, we've been given gifts and to use them and to, to, to use our hands and get dirty, but we got to be humble enough, right, to, to acknowledge that we are fallible. We do make mistakes. We are human. We don't have it all figured out, and which is evident by our said failure that we're talking about tonight. Um, but as long as we're not blaming people, okay, we're humble enough to own that, and God can work with that. God can work with a heart that's in that posture who's taken a stance of, I want to get better. I I screwed that up, but I want to be better. I am better. You made me better than that. You made me to walk in a different light than what I just walked in. So cut that loose, moving forward. The third one, okay, for springboarding it off of our screw-ups is, is forgiveness. And you're, you might be wondering, who are we going to forgive when we screw up? Well, you guessed it. You just answered your own question. You forgive yourself. And I've had some major screw-ups. And <clears throat> some have taken me years to forgive myself. Um, even though when you go and lay it at the foot of the cross and God, you know, Jesus died for us, for the forgiveness of those sins, and, and we can't forgive ourselves, then we negate the whole point of the cross and God's grace and God's mercy. So repenting and and moving forward should allow for us to forgive ourselves, but it doesn't always work that way. It's not always that easy. I'm I'm living proof that you can say the words to God that I you know I ask forgiveness and I repent of of my my sin. I re, I my behavior was you know either despicable or I made this colossal failure out of greed, out of pride, out of you know selfishness. Um, but I give it to you and ask you to forgive me. And then he does. And then we're walking, carrying that backpack full of, of weights 
on ourselves, and we can't shake it because we can't let it go. That's a big one. A lot of you out there relate to that 100%. And some of the reasons we take so long to step back out into the game and actually start to get traction again is because we're still holding on to that unforgiveness of that guy in the mirror. So I'm telling you, it doesn't do anybody good. So many years can be wasted by not forgiving yourself because God's already forgiven you. I, I would encourage you, get in the scriptures and see what God says about forgiveness. Okay? He talks a lot about us forgiving other people and us carrying bitterness and resentment. But that goes for you too, about yourself. So... That's just added weight and baggage you don't need. So when you fail, dust yourself off, do what we talked about before, give it to God, own it, be humble enough to know you don't have all the answers and you need a little work. We're constantly needing work. We're a work in progress that doesn't ever end. Okay, Once we do that, we can get to a place where we forgive ourselves. We can get to a place where... Now, all of a sudden, that that thing doesn't seem so risky or scary because it's not the big bad wolf anymore because we cut it loose. We're not carrying it around. We learned from it. We got humble. Okay, we owned it. We gave it to God, and now we're yielding to Him in His power and His strength, you know, uh, and we want to glorify Him. Let's let Him come in and show off through us, but let's give Him the glory every time. So... Let's recap here. I mean, we don't have to go into specifics of all our failures, right? We don't have to make a list of those for this to mean something to you, for this to be a uh, maybe even a monumental message that you hear that could get you over that hump. And uh, But failing can leave a little bit of a scar, can tarnish that confidence in us, can smolder that fire of that passion and that competitiveness with our within, within our spirit it can smolder that fire but we can also allow it to be our fuel so we talked about failure can be a preventative right it can prevent your potential it can prevent your peace it ultimately can prevent the power god wants to have through you failure also if you choose a different road can be your fuel it'll fuel fuel that fire it'll fuel that passion again it'll fuel that freedom because you won't, it isn't as bad as you think it is. Those hypotheticals, we can squash them, okay? And there's freedom in that, and it can fuel our faith. So the three tips to finish out here, guys, springboarding off our screw-ups. Take ownership. Be humble enough to look for help, ask for help, learn lessons, realize you don't have all the answers, and you don't have it all figured out. Finally, and most importantly, okay, last but not least, forgiveness of yourself. God's forgiven you. Most likely the people around you that it affected have forgiven you, but you're still carrying it. So I'm asking you, cut it loose, cut the cord from that, and let that weight drop and feel a little bit lighter as you walk into whatever that next thing is that you're going to conquer, you're going to crush because God's with you and you were made for something major. With that, guys, be blessed.